Hello and welcome to Hanging Out with Hangar 9, the best and official London Spitfire and British Hurricane fan podcast. I'm Squiddy. And I'm Kiwi. And unfortunately, unfortunately, we start this week's episode uh, without lemon. Unfortunately, we can't make any lemonade. Uh, but he will be hopefully back next week uh, to do the intro, which I had to do this week. It's, it's weird having to do that intro. He's done it for 30 episodes, more or less. That's his thing. He does that. It's like mm. I, I've, st- I'm wearing his shoes right now. We miss you, Lemon. Yes, we do. And then we start <laughs> this week's uh, episode uh, with a kind of a tease from Jack Etienne, the CEO of Cloud9, who, of course, own British Hurricane and the London Spitfire on their own podcast. I think it's called The Nines. Uh, in an interview with Monte Cristo, he said to expect major changes um, to the London Spitfire team. And I think we, we actually have no, no idea of anything that might what could be happening. All we can hope is that the changes that are made are will benefit the team in going into the 2021 season. Yeah, they are giving absolutely nothing away with this one. But at the same time, it builds anticipation, it builds excitement, and they've always been pretty, pretty good with the players, so I'm not worried. So, yeah, moving on from the vagueness of that Spitfire announcement to kind of the demolition this season of the Dallas Fuel, the team... Just it got split up to K, went to Washington and helped them on their massive playoff run, which was absolutely incredible to watch. But um, quite a few, um, the drama has continued and it's been fantastic. Yeah, that that implosion, if you like, was absolutely insane because it wasn't just the players either. Like the coaching staff just got absolutely decimated and... Twitter is a powerful thing. It's where all the players are going to vent and rant and share the frustration. And it is gold dust if you are not a member of the Dallas Fuel. Absolutely. You start with Crimzo tweeting, losing to the person that held your team hostage for months in scrims because he was unhappy really hits different. And of course, in the playoffs, Dallas was beaten by the Washington Justice. But then Doha, I would say an indirect tweet I would say. Yeah, Doha's tweets are a little more sophisticated. It's quite beautiful, actually. He put, can't erase my sad feelings because the year ended in vain, but I was able to endure it because there were fans who always supported me. Thank you for always supporting me. And then a little side note. Also, Decay wasn't at fault and a little ghost emoji. So very, very conflicting. (laughs) Absolutely. That's definitely, that's like that indirect tweet Crimzo, I feel he's going. Hey, I I respect your opinion. However, you're you're wrong. Um, yeah, the, the thing is as well for your organization, you've got to kind of keep this kind of drama under wraps. It is not healthy for it to just be out there for everyone to grab hold of, and then it, it takes on a life of its own. And next thing you know, you've got an urban legend. <laughs> Absolutely, and this is something I think teams desperately try and avoid and if you if you are public about it the team is a united front they all have the same opinion essentially you you don't let them tweet about it you get the pr person to tweet about it on their behalf but um i mean it's it's some juicy gossip for us um which will be which is nice and interesting kind of see how this develops and where where this dallas team will be the start of the next season because i think that 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 is going to be one of the most interesting teams to see how they 
look at the off-season. They could have a real bounce back. Not quite a Shanghai Dragons bounce back, but with everything they've been through this season, if they can pull it together um, and get all those feelings out, get rid of that negativity and that infighting, they were a strong team once. They could get there again. Yeah, definitely. And I think one of the ways they could do that would be recruiting new players, doing trials or contenders. And that is exactly what Washington and Guangzhou are doing. You were able, I remember I sent the uh, Washington link to Kiwi and uh, the response was, are you asking me to put this in this week's podcast or should we go and do it? And I feel <laughs> they need our gold-silver combination uh, Oh, hell yeah. Like, anyone listening to this, if you want Squiddy and I to try out for the Washington Justice, we are game but we need you to tell us what you think. If you want us to do it, we will go ahead and do it. Yeah, we'll create a hashtag, Kiwi for justice, Squiddy for justice, or just yeah. tweet our, our ads at the Washington Justice, and uh, we'll see what happens. But it's, <laughs> it, it's kind of cool seeing teams like this doing uh, these open trials that anyone can apply for and see how far they can get. I, I can't even imagine it like a Premier League team just going, yeah, Anyone from the street, let's go, let's have five-side matches and see who wants to get into our next first 11. It's it's quite, it's brilliant. It's why I love esports. It's exciting. Anything, literally anything could happen. It is so, so exciting. I want more females, guys. Come on. Yeah, absolutely. We could, we can do with many more people of different, um, I was about to say varieties. (laughs) <laughs> different, different ages, genders, sexualities, hair colour, damn it, anything. Just give yeah. us some personality variety. Yeah, absolutely. The league can always do, uh, benefit from that. And then moving to actually sticking with the charge as well. They have, yeah, they are open, holding these open trials, but they have also possibly leaked a signing of a new main tank for them in... I believe I should pronounce that Xu. Yeah. Oh, dear God, Squiddy, this is hilarious. Like, sometimes leaks are intentional. Um, but when a leak is intentional, it doesn't normally get instantly deleted and it doesn't normally only say the surname um, of a player. So this is obviously a mistake. It was not meant to happen. But the anticipation for who this person could be on the role of main tank is absolutely killing me. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. I think I, I did see it on a Reddit, the the, the the deleted tweet, and it very clearly was something that should never have been posted. It was kind of, it was a dummy tweet, essentially. I'm pretty sure it said draft tweet in yeah. that tweet, right? Yeah, it did. And as as well, um, a big shout out to the people of Reddit. If you want to, um, a lot, a lot, a lot of news goes on on Reddit. I see most of it, but between me, Squiddy and Lemon, we only have six eyes. Um, yeah, that's right. Six eyes. So the, I have a third. <laughs> there is a lot of stuff <laughs> that we miss, even with my profit-like powers. So yeah, anything you see that you think is interesting, please, please, please at us on Twitter and let us know. Absolutely, you can get our tags at the end of this podcast. Um, so yeah, that's one of the big, I would say, biggest leaks of this weekend that was unintentional. Um, but unfortunately, um, we go to your favourite team, Kiwi, apart from <laughs> London, of course, uh, Chengdu and... 
some of the big changes that have happened there. How did I get this reputation? (laughs) When you put Chengdu into the grand finals (laughs) against Paris. I did that that, as a joke. (laughs) That is where the reputation comes comes from. (laughs) Look, guys, I just want to make one thing abundantly clear, right? My loyalty, my allegiance, my blood oath is to the London Spitfire and my backup will always be the Seoul Dynasty. It contains the majority of our old boys. I absolutely love them. I just find the Chengdu Hunters brand of chaos very similar to my brand of chaos. Does not mean I'm a massive fan, all right? All right, well, I'm glad we cleared that up, but you're right. (laughs) Chengdu has this pure chaotic style of Overwatch, which has been, it's there been, what's what they've done the entirety of this, of their Overwatch League seasons that they've been here. And uh, what's happened is that they have replaced their current head coach, Chen, with their former head coach, Rui? I was about to say Ryu. I've only, I keep wanting to say Ryu as well. I've only ever heard it pronounced R-U-I, so I'm just going to stick with that. Um, R-U-I, okay. But this season, the moments where Chengdu have looked at their weakest have been when they've tried to fit the meta. We all know that is not what they do. And that all started back in 2018, 2019, when RUI was head coach. Um, So it looks like that swap from Chen to RUI is purely to kind of get that style back. I do feel like he was the, the driving force and the architect behind that kind of chaotic style that they run. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that's kind of what's endeared so many people to Chengdu, the fact that they, they have a meta, but they never want to play it. They'll play ball. They'll do what they want. And it, I, I think I've, I've heard teams saying that if they've got um, Chengdu as their scrim partner for that week, um, it kind of screws them over if they're playing <laughs> against maybe any other team because they're not going to play what they would want yeah to play which um it, it you know it's great to see and i'm excited to see what Chengdu can bring in the 2021 season yeah as far as i'm concerned they can play whatever they want as long as they've got a meng on that ball because no one can stop them so yeah bring on 2021 yeah, absolutely and as we come to the close of the 2020 season uh we have the grand finals in about two weeks time uh one and a half weeks time as um time of recording we people are theorizing as to what um kind of tournaments they might want to see uh during the off season and gator came out with one saying he would like to see a bracket tournament between owl teams and contenders teams which would be i would be very fascinated to see if hurricane could beat boston yeah oh my god i am i I say i'm so excited like it's gonna happen please make it happen because i would love to pit the hurricane against any overwatch league team and just see how far our boys can go because they've been absolutely spectacular and we know a lot of teams in owl have been struggling this season so i I definitely think they give them a run for money and as far as the play style goes between contenders and owl it's been very very differently paced all season so it'd be a again my brand of chaos um a very chaotic 
fun tournament all around, and I think it'd give the players a nice break as well. Yeah, definitely. I think it would be fascinating to see. I just unfortunately could not see um, teams or organisations willingly let their team possibly get beat by a contender's team. Yeah, like, it'd be an issue of pride, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely, which which is unfortunate. However, you know, if it does happen or if it doesn't happen, we could, we could, we, I think we may do a live episode in the future of theorizing what contenders teams could beat what owl teams but that that's a a future hypothetical timeline but what we do have is this weekend toronto defiant are bringing us a throwback tourney where all their players their main roster get to pick and draft their own teams for goats tourney who did you kiwi did you like goats in uh overwatch do you want my honest answer or yes. do you want my PR answer? I want your honest answer. Because if you're saying honest answer, it might be similar to my answer. <laughs> I would rather... There is a lot of things I would rather do. I'd rather sleep for a thousand years and wake up in a post-apocalyptic wasteland than ever, ever go back to goats. Please, God, no. It is the most boring... Just... Ugh. I, there aren't even words, Squiddy. There aren't even words. Okay, that was completely different to my answer. I adored <laughs> Goats. I thought it was absolute beautiful chaos. And... I'm a messy man. Like, you can't expect me to get excited <laughs> about Goats. And you've got to remember, they put Bird Ring on Brig. That Why? is true. That is true. I, the second I mean, they did that, Goats it. can burn for me. Playing goats was a lot of fun. I like playing Zen and Zarya, and obviously there were two key components of any goats team. So, uh yeah, I'm I'm look. You know, it will be interesting to see um, how this tourney works, or how seeing old school teams play goats again. Um, it'll be, it'll be interesting. If you do want to watch it, it's on this Saturday at four p.m. UK time, and. I mean, it goes isn't for everyone, obviously. You should 100% watch it, though. Even if you're like me and you hate goats, I will still be tuning in purely on the basis that our boy Glister has been chosen for Rocky's team. Yeah. So, so yeah, tune in and uh, cheer him on. Show yeah, him some love. You've got, you've, got, you've got some good uh, teams uh, for the Toronto tournament. But I would say that's not... It's a it's a great addition to the weekend, but that's not what we've been looking forward to. We have been looking forward to the APAC All Stars, which is going to be absolutely incredible. Because not only does it include the Asia teams that have already been there, but it also includes some of the teams that have flown across, ready for the grand finals. So that includes the Fusion and the Shock players. And my God, we have got a show. They've got a show for us, and it's it is. amazing. Stacked. Like, I am literally vibrating with excitement. Like, I cannot wait. The teams that they have thrown together. And not just the teams, because we've been able to see these players all season in a capacity. But the types of games they have thrown together are just utterly bonkers. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So we have, this season, we have the standard All-Stars game. It's not quite Pacific versus Atlantic like it was before because of... How we've gone to the North American and APAC regions, but we've got 
such as stacked roster for the Asia region. We've got Troy Coburn, Fearless, Armeng, Void, Mano, Gooseway, Humbem, Kwong, Flatter, Flat- Decay is there, Prophet. I could glister. There's so many incredible players um, for this All Stars g- game. Then we go to the Widowmaker 1v1, which I think everyone is always always loves seeing these professionals click heads on a, a character that always looks good. Oh, hell yeah. The, the only thing I feel a little sorry for is while we're having the best time in APAC, the NA region aren't quite having the same party that we are. So they're having the traditional... 6v6 game and then they're having the widow 1v1 but we have got absolutely stacked rosters on top of additional game modes that na do not have so in that widow tournament like you said we have got who have we got and why can't i find it there we go so in asia we've got the likes of fitz Glister, Carpe, Happy, Godsby, Bacon Jack, DM, and Anz. And that to me is terrifying. That's going to be absolutely incredible. I'm looking forward to Anz versus Carpe. Yeah, like not to throw shade at NA, but when you look at the two Widow Tawnies right next to each other, the best Widow Makers in the league are definitely in APAC. And if you are on the website and you're looking at who's in the Widowmaker 1v1s, you'll see in the North America region we have Cal- Color Hex on the Boston Uprising. Not the Boston, the oh Boston. <laughs> Someone didn't proofread. No, so, but yeah, we have the Widow, we have the classic ones. We also have the Talent Takedown. Um, so for the APAC re- Asia region, that's the Chinese and the South Korean Talent uh playing their matches and then for north america it's the people we we see a lot on the english broadcast but then we get to the i'd say the juicy stuff the stuff that i'm sure are going to become actual modes in the game i am so excited for this (laughs) so we we start or there is we start with the winston skill challenge which is winston players to our unlimited primal rage Essentially, it seems it's it's the what's the opposite of hungry hungry hippos. Oh my god! Yeah, the only thing that could make this better for me um, is if one J Mac was in there because J Mac's primals are just the funniest thing in the world. Um, but two, if the wrecking ball that they were trying to eliminate was a Meng. <laughs> And it was just like a game of cat and mouse between him and then four Winstons. I, yes. I would die. I would die happy at that point. <laughs> that that would be incredible. So yeah, we have Mano, Fearless, Gesture and Gooseway. And their aim is to push a wrecking ball into the well on Ilios. And if they get a point um, every time they do it, it's two semifinals into a final. The semifinal is the first of two points. It's going to be very interesting to see how this works. Any tactics that might happen, I can't even fathom the game in my mind. But well, It's not going to be too chaotic because all four of them aren't playing at once. It's a 1v1, so it'll be, I imagine, like 2-1-2. Two, two. Um, what I you'll have... preferred 1v1v1v1. Yes, V1. that would have been amazing. But we are only <laughs> getting 1v1. So, like, for example, Mano versus Fearless, um, Gesture versus Gushray, that kind of thing. 
And if a Winston falls off the map, which we see quite a lot, or gets knocked off the map by the enemy Winston or that AI Wrecking Ball, um, the enemy Winston will score a point. So this is going to be absolutely mental. And Spitfire fans, please, please, please show up for this and cheer gesture on. I know he's not Spitfire anymore, but I think as far as most of us are concerned, he still bleeds blue. Come on, guys. Yeah, absolutely. And then following that, we have the Genji skills 1v1, which is very similar, I would say, to like a... Very similar to the Widow 1v1, except Genji instead of widow we have jinmu haxel prophet and sparkle and again this is gonna be a great game mode gotta go we gotta support our boy in profit like yeah Jester, this this lineup is juicy like sparkle versus profit is gonna be incredible haxel and jinmu are fantastic genjis but let's face it let's be honest we are looking forward to profit versus sparkle absolutely uh it's gonna be incredible yet another incredible um events for this all stars we then move to an anna skills challenge which is an anna free for all um between oh, how was how many of them nine of them? this yeah. lineup is crazy and we actually have a player in this one guys we have highly yeah we have highly so it has molly Bebe, Shu, Izayaki, Creative, Hailey, Jonak, Violet, and Alarm, and what a stacked and roster of Anna players, and fantastic Anna players at that. I would love to see like eight Annas, and then Jonak just rocks up a Zen. <laughs> He's like, I don't, I don't maybe need no Anna. Should. He has his own Zen skin, so yeah. maybe, maybe they should. He just rocks up like this is my game, guys. Yeah, but However, the best out of all of them, like that's going to be good, but the best game mode out of all of them is a beautiful little tribute to Mr. Deadlift. It is called Who is Meta? Do you want to explain this one? Yeah, absolutely. So, of course, uh, Flutter Deadlift, for those who don't know, is when a player counts up 50% or more of their team's final blows on a map. And this, who is meta, is a hero gauntlet free-for-all match where the all the players in this are the players this season that have achieved a flattered deadlift or at least cl- or with the best flattered deadlift percentages. So we have Leave, Sparkle, Arns, Haxel, Glister, Fletter, Birdring and Rascal. And it's the first one to get and eliminate all use all the heroes up to 22 which i think is the torb hammer is what they end on <laughs> yes and it is the perfect one to end on as well like i love seeing pros just run around with that hammer and just scare <laughs> the living hell out of everybody i'm yeah. really conflicted about this one though um you know me you know me pretty well by now i uh i've got a soft spot for flatter I don't know if you've yeah. noticed. Don't know if you've noticed. No, I, you know what? I had no idea. <laughs> Damn me. <laughs> but yeah, as as much as I've got that that soft spot for Flutter, I am a huge, huge Birdering fan. Um, obviously being one of our original boys, and he's in it as well. And then we've got Glister, and I'm just like, guys, why are you doing this to me? Like my allegiances are everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, and I think uh, it's still, it's going to be absolutely incredible. We've got so many talented players, and I kind of hope 
that for the next All Stars, so for 2021, they do this again. They add these events and maybe more as well. Have a full on, um, let the players enjoy themselves. I feel like that's what it should be. Yeah, Yeah. like they've got the game mode in the uh, the six v six where instead of it just being the traditional matches, they do an experimental workshop mode where they all start off really really small. Um, and then with each kill they get and the more damage they do, their characters get bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, which, if you've looked at some of the maps, like Nepal, with quite narrow doorways, could cause a lot of issues. So I think they've gone more for just letting the players let loose and have some fun this year, as opposed to the sheer bragging rights that it normally is. And even if it goes back to Atlantic versus Pacific, I hope that this element of just letting the players blow off steam continues throughout all of them because god knows they've deserved it yeah absolutely it's been a tough season for everyone so this is a good way for them to let their hair down and show off some really good overwatch that isn't i would say conventional um to the regular fans and i think that's about it for this week's episode Alright, thank you all so very much for watching this week's episode. We hope you've enjoyed. If you do want to get involved, please put stuff in the comments down below. Or you can um, get in touch with us on Twitter. You can follow me on at, at Squiddy57. And you can follow me at Kiwi Kashu. Kiwi is spelled K-I-I-W-I. Then Kashu. Send me and, all the news. And Fletcher DM, DM Kiwi. Yes. As well. <laughs> Come See, say hi, pr- I don't bite. We're going to pr- uh, promote that. Also, I got to do his little Twitter thing. Follow Lemon uh, at NevetsLT. That's N-E-V-E-T-S-L-T. He's not even here and Lemon's causing us problems. I think that's it. He does it better. We love him, uh, really. Yeah, <laughs> we do. But the link will be in the description. And, of course, as always, please don't forget to follow our producer, editor-in-chief, uh, Cam. You can follow him on his more official Twitter of at Captain Zep or his more Overwatch-oriented one of at Camverwatch. Yeah, absolutely. And, as always, you can come join the party with us on our official Discord. Absolutely, and don't forget to follow us on oh, Hangar 9 on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So uh, follow them to get the latest events and stuff that we do because we are looking to get more events going uh, throughout the off-season and keep, keep our community going. And I think until next time, wash your hands, aces high, and hang loose.